Good evening and welcome to Courts Today by Live Law. This is your host Urvashi Chauhan bringing you the latest updates on the legal front. This is your go-to source for all things legal. Let us start. Starting with an important update from the Supreme Court which has agreed to hear Congress leader Jaya Thakur's plea challenging sections 7 and 8 of the Chief Election Commissioner and other election commissioners appointment, conditions of service and term of office act of 2023. The petition questions the constitutionality of this act which was signed into law by the president in December following the parliament's winter session. The legislative change removed the Chief Justice of India from the committee responsible for appointing the Chief Election Commissioner and other election commissioners leading to this constitutional challenge. The bench comprising Justices Sanjeev Khanna and Dipankar Datta agreed to hear the plea but an immediate stay on the legislation was denied. The bench agreed to post the matter in April for hearing. In the latest development in Muzaffarnagar student slapping case, the Supreme Court today orally remarked that the state government had not acted in the manner expected after the incident. The case relates to a primary school teacher in Uttar Pradesh's Muzaffarnagar instructing school children to slap their Muslim classmate, a video of which became viral on social media in August last year. A bench of Justices Abhay S. Oak and Ujjal Bhuya was today hearing a PIL filed by activist Tushar Gandhi seeking a proper and time-bound investigation into the incident. When the bench today inquired about the child's school enrollment status, the additional advocate general reiterated that initially they were hesitant to admit the child to a private school under the CBSE board, citing the availability of government schools nearby. Even after the child's admission to the private school, concerns were raised about socio-economic differences and the long distance the child had to travel daily. Senior Advocate Shahadan Farasat, appearing for the petitioner, replied saying that the child's father chose the private school for its quality education. The AAG argued that it posted a contradiction to the RTE Act which mandates students of classes 1 to 5 to reside within 1 kilometer. Finally, adjourning the hearing until February 6th, the bench said that the counsel for the petitioner after consulting the parents of the child could give suggestions on the affidavit filed by the education department which contains suggestions for implementation of recommendations made by the Tata Institute of Social Studies. In a Suomoto writ petition registered in connection with simultaneous termination of services of six female civil judges by the Madhya Pradesh government, the Supreme Court today issued notice to the Registrar General of the Madhya Pradesh High Court. The notice was issued by the bench of Justices B.B. Nagratna and Sanjay Karol, which noted that Suomoto cognizance of the matter had already been taken by CJI Chandrachud. The case involves termination of six female judges from the judicial services of Madhya Pradesh last year. In a letter to the Supreme Court in September 2023, three of the women had claimed that their termination was primarily due to their work not meeting standards. They argued that their services were terminated early in their careers and the quantitative assessment of their work was affected by COVID-19 pandemic. In another update, the Supreme Court has set aside order of the Himachal Pradesh High Court transferring IPS officer Sanjay Kundu from the post of DGP of the state on the allegation that he was interfering with the fair investigation of a case. 
A bench comprising Chief Justice of India D.Y. Chandrachud, Justices J.B. Pardewala and Manoj Mishra was hearing an SLP filed by the officer against an order passed by the High Court in a suo-moto proceeding initiated on a complaint made by a resident of Kangra district of Himachal Pradesh. Earlier this week, the court had stayed the High Court order and today it was set aside. The bench expressed reservations about the manner in which the High Court passed the initial order ex parte and then refused to recall the first order when the petitioner approached it. The apex court said that the proper course of action was to hear the matter afresh by recalling the first ex parte order instead of affording a post-decisional hearing. On 9th January, the High Court had directed the constitution of an SIT to investigate the complaint against Kundu. Today, even while setting aside the High Court's direction for transfer of the DGP, the Supreme Court did not interfere with the High Court's direction to transfer the investigation to the SIT. The Court, however, clarified that the petitioner shall not influence the working of the SIT. A bench of Justices Sanjeev Khanna and Dipankar Datta today heard a batch of PIL petitions seeking a direction to the union government to define the term minority and lay down comprehensive guidelines for identification of minorities at the district level. In this case, public interest litigants are seeking guidelines for identifying minorities at the district level with the object to ensure that benefits and protections guaranteed under Articles 29 and 30 of the Constitution are reserved only for religious and linguistic groups that are socially, economically, politically non-dominant and numerically inferior. Additionally, they are challenging the constitutional validity of Section 2 Clause C of National Commission for Minorities Act, which grants center the power to notify minorities. In April last year, the top court had granted last opportunity to state governments and union territories to submit their responses regarding identification and notification of religious and linguistic minorities. During the hearing today, the bench questioned as to why the responses had not yet been furnished by all states despite being reminded on earlier occasions. The bench then granted another opportunity for non-compliant state governments to submit responses within six weeks. It specified that a failure to comply with the stipulated timeline would result in a cost of 10,000 rupees for the respective state governments. The Supreme Court has approved the Shimla Development Plan of 2041, stating that it considered reports from expert committees and studies on various aspects including the environment. The state of Himachal Pradesh, in compliance with National Green Tribunal's order of 2017, had published a draft development plan in February 2022 under the authority of Town and Country Planning Act. However, the NGT, through an interim order of May 2022, halted this development plan and prohibited the state from further actions related to it. In response, the state filed a petition in the High Court. Despite the ongoing proceedings, the NGT in a subsequent order declared the draft development plan illegal, citing a conflict with its initial order and asserting that it cannot be implemented. Since the common issues were considered by the Supreme Court in one of the connected matters, therefore it directed the transfer of the said writ petition before itself. The Supreme Court disagreeing with the National Green Tribunal 
has highlighted that the development plan includes enough safeguards to balance development needs with environmental and ecological concerns. Emphasizing the importance of balancing development and ecology, the court stressed addressing environmental and ecological protection issues while ensuring developmental activities meet the demands of a growing population. The Apex Court today granted protection from arrest to BJP legislator and Minister of State for Home Affairs Nishit Pramanik in an attempt to murder case registered in West Bengal. The protection order will operate till the Calcutta High Court hears his petition. The BJP MP representing the Dinhata Lok Sabha constituency approached the top court after a division bench of the Calcutta High Court adjourned the hearing of his anticipatory bail petition last week without granting him relief. And lastly, a court in Mumbai has rejected the anticipatory bail application of model actress Rakhi Savant in the case related to alleged possession and circulation of sexually explicit videos of herself with her estranged husband Adil Durani. The police claimed that Rakhi Savant exhibited explicit videos of her estranged husband on her mobile phone during a TV show broadcast in August 2023. Additionally, she was accused of sharing these videos on WhatsApp groups and forwarding the links. Thereafter, the estranged husband filed a complaint about this incident and a case was registered against her under IPC and the Information Technology Act. Savant's lawyer argued during the bail hearing that the estranged husband who recorded the videos in question should also be considered a co-accused. The defense claimed that although the videos were shown on the show, the actual content was not visible. The lawyer distinguished between sections 67 and 67A of the IT Act, stating that section 67A applies only if sexually explicit material is transmitted online, which wasn't the case here. However, the prosecution opposing bail alleged that Savant transmitted sexually explicit material involving the complainant. They pointed out a prior similar case where Savant's anticipatory bail was denied. After hearing both sides, the court held that the videos were not just obscene but sexually explicit in nature. It also noted that Savant had a criminal background in a similar case and accordingly the anticipatory bail was denied. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us. You can also support us by donating through the thanks button at the bottom of our videos or consider becoming a member at just 89 rupees per month.